understanding people and how they view money is, I think, super important yeah. because there's a lot of ways to kind of plan for retirement. And there's a lot of ways to kind of execute it in terms of from a financial planning standpoint. I think it's super important to understand what their view on money is. Welcome to the All Things Retirement Podcast with certified financial planner, Anthony Alpha. Here's your host, Ben George. Thanks for joining us again on All Things Retirement. We are going to talk about setting goals. We all have the desire to set goals. Hopefully you do. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably are a bit responsible. So you probably want to set financial and retirement goals. But how do you go about it? How do you set up the goals so they're, they're, they're achievable, so you can measure them, so you can stay on track and actually reach those goals eventually. So we're going to talk about that today with Anthony Alfo over at Cardinal Wealth Group. He is a certified financial planner and the founder of Cardinal Wealth. Anthony, how you doing? Doing great today. Just uh, trying to get shake a cold. But Ooh. other than that, everything's going pretty good. How about yourself? Pretty good, man. Have you guys been, been able to stay fairly healthy around the house with the baby? Overall, I certainly brought in a little bit of a cold and that I think gave it to Rosie and uh, we had to get her a little antibiotics, but she's doing better now. All smiles with her and uh, it's just one of those little lingering things. So if my voice is a little off, I apologize. Yeah, same here. I've been dealing with the same thing. My wife and I have have each kind of had something with our sinuses or just congestion at some point over the last couple of months. It's just kind of come and goes with the baby as well. So I'm right I've there with a, you. Oh, sorry. I've read a an article today and it basically said, obviously with the coronavirus being out there in, in China, obviously taking up a lot of news time and it's certainly a serious situation. But the point of the story was that 26 million people were infected by the flu so mm-hmm. far uh, this year, where the current coronavirus is somewhere around, I think, uh, 1,500 people kind of worldwide, or I forget the actual, right? but it's in the thousands. And they're basically saying that people underestimate the flu. And you know, with uh, 30 million people getting infected, that's certainly something that the article is pointing to where we should be spending some focus on. Yeah, I think we just kind of just assume that, hey, it's just the flu, you'll get over it. But it does affect a lot of people, and, and it is deadly in, in many, many cases, even more so yep. than what the coronavirus has been so far. So, yeah, it's a good point, and that's kind of why I'm always on a little bit more of high. I never really worried about it as much until I, until I had a, our baby girl. Like, I didn't, you know, if I got sick, I just knew I'd kind of figure it out and get through it. But now I'm a lot more aware in terms of, like, washing my hands and just being a little cleaner and making sure I'm not bringing things home so that she's not at risk. Um, it's not about us anymore. It's not, man. It's not. It's about her, <laughs> for sure. Well, let's dive into uh, the, the conversation today. And before we get into setting goals, something I want to kind of talk to you about before we do, and it kind of ties into the setting goals. And I was kind of curious if you ever had the perfect plan come through your office, because we talk about planning all the time. And you know, planning is always evolving, <laughs> and you're always reevaluating your, your plan and making changes as life changes, as having baby or whatever it is. But is, can you can ever remember a time when somebody came into your office, maybe to get a second opinion or something, and you discovered, hey, man, you're in pretty good shape. Absolutely. And that happens all the time where people come in and their main concern is, you know, are we going to be all right, say financially or for retirement, or are we on track? And we come across this on a regular basis where people are in good shape. But with that said, there are other areas that they might not be you know, thinking about that might also need some work 
you know, needing to be done there. Or maybe now that you know that you're on track with regards to your retirement and you're in good shape, now maybe you're kind of focusing on some type of secondary goal, such as legacy planning, leaving money behind. Mm -hmm. But it certainly happens on a pretty regular basis. I will say maybe once or uh, every other week that we're seeing somebody that's in a good place. And I think it's a time to one, congratulate them because you know, you're kind of one out of a, a thousand there. So you're, mm. you've done a great job. You probably made some sacrifices, whether it's, you know, saving a lot more money than, you know, spending that for today or just being a little frugal. So generally, I, you know, congratulate them and just want to know how they actually got to this point. Do you ever say, hey, look, I can't really help you out. Uh, maybe, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Do you ever send anybody away or do you, do you actually sit down and still look into it deeper and, and see if there are ways that you can actually help improve it even further? Absolutely. In terms of seeing if that we can help further, right? Because maybe they've done a great job of saving up money, but maybe they're in a position where they don't want to keep kind of managing it themselves, right? Or maybe that their current advisor I get has set them up with an allocation that you know perhaps works, but hasn't really done anything else, and they're looking to see if there's you know a better way of doing things. I think when you say sending people away, that might come up more from a personality situation where maybe okay. let's say Bob and Mary just have been do it themselves their entire lives. You know, never worked with advisors have made and earned all this money and have a hard time trusting somebody else and, and giving that trust to somebody else. And it's not to say that an advisor should just be running off making decisions on their own. It's something that you kind of mutually make together and through an education process. But for some people, it's going to be hard for them to give up any control or if they're all used to doing it themselves or not paying for advice, then those are instances that typically will arise to maybe part as friends in that, you know, early part of that process. But, you know, in terms of somebody being in a great situation, that doesn't mean that that's a reason that they wouldn't want additional help along the way. Yeah. And plus, you know, life changes, you know, you'll have life events, you got get to different stages of your retirement process. So you always want to be changing the plan. So if your plan is great now, and it might be perfect now, in a year or two, five years, you not you might need to adjust it completely. So that's why you want to be working with somebody consistently. Yeah, hundred percent. And like I said before, with regards to let's say retirement was their main thing, want to make sure that they're on track. That doesn't mean that you can't make it more optimal with, say, social security timing strategies or pension decisions that aren't maybe in a big picture things going to make you know make them run out of money, but having a more optimal decision will make sure that you're not leaving as much money on the table with those decisions or taking advantage of some tax advantage opportunities. Or now that you know that you're going to have a large nest egg and that you're probably not going to spend down unless you change your spending habits, maybe pro asset protection strategies, you know, from long-term care purposes or, or making sure that you're efficiently in a tax efficient manner, getting it to the next generation, looking at legacy or, or inheritance or trust planning, you, know, you might then shift your focus. And for some people that either A, have an advisor who only has really helped them accumulate wealth or B, you uh, do it yourself or you might not be as well knowledgeable in some of the trust planning or tax strategies and things like that, where you're going to you know, look for help in those other avenues. And so I think that's a case where 
having one area of your plan in good shape might lead to now focusing on some other areas as well. Well, I'm sure all the people that came into your office and were in really good shape when they first sat down with you probably did a really good job of setting goals for their finances and for their retirement. So that's what we want to talk about today is how to set financial goals, how to set retirement goals so that you have a purpose and you have achievable uh, expectations and, and milestones that you can reach. So let's talk about today and dive a little bit deeper into those goals and what they look like for, for folks approaching retirement and in different stages of their retirement process as well. So let's start off, um, you know, I think specific financial goals are obviously going to be different depending on the person that you're talking to. But are there any general goals that you kind of feel that everybody that you work with should be shooting for? Well, I think that just in general, people want to make sure that they're going to be all right with the the basics. And I think that's anybody. But then once you get past the basics of being able to maintain a maybe similar lifestyle or a certain type of lifestyle that you've maybe become accustomed to over time, it could you know go into some other areas where maybe you want to spend more because you didn't get a chance to travel as much. And so we need to add a little bit more to that budget or maybe do things that are more charitably inclined or pick up a hobby that you know costs money to get off the ground or just costs money to do. So there's, I think, different levels of kind of getting situated when it comes to retirement or just planning in general and getting an understanding of that situation. There's a lot of questions really to be asked to that individual to really get an idea of what's you know, most important to them at this time. Okay. Well, I mean, what kind of questions are you asking them when they come in? And let's say I come in and meet with you and I might have an idea of what I want to get, you know, generally speaking, but I don't have any real specific goals of what I want to accomplish. How do you help somebody determine what specifically they need to be working towards? Yeah, I think first it's going to kind of break down to kind of a financial questions, like the, the typical data asking questions, which are more financial in nature in terms of, you know, what do you have? What are you currently spending and helping people go through a process to uncover you know, what they actually have, but also what they're spending you know, within, within reason. I mean, we can certainly get down in the weeds and itemize everything. And sometimes we do that with our clients who want to go through that process. Other people would kind of throw up if they had to go look at all their statements and stuff like that. And we, <laughs> go th- we have a process where we kind of back into their kind of lifestyle spend and kind of break their spending into different kind of buckets, if you will, to get down to you know what's the needs and, and versus kind of what's the wants or discretionary. But I think most people understand that, you know, things like do you have a mortgage? Is that going to go away? Are we still making contributions to kids or kids' college or wedding? Are there going to be some things that are going to be falling off that aren't going to be here you know, when you retire? And those are, I think, some of the basic quantifiable questions that you can get to uh, pretty quickly with going through some statements and stuff like that. But I think on the other end, understanding people and how they view money is, I think, super important yeah. because there's a lot of ways to kind of plan for retirement. And there's a lot of ways to kind of execute it in terms of from a financial planning standpoint. I think it's super important to understand what their view on money is. So we'll certainly spend some time about getting an idea of, A, what are you going to retire to? What's that going to look like the next 30 years? Now, that's a question where Some people have been thinking about that for the last 20 years, and then there's other people who have not thought about that for three minutes. So we might not get much there today on that, 
But I think you got to at least be thinking about what are you going to retire to and fill this void of time up with. But then going a little bit further, you know, where did you kind of grow up and what were your parents like? And those experiences that you had in the past with either other advisors, was it good or bad? You know, how do you feel about debt and or risk or uh, money or in terms of time horizon with some of these goals and needs? Understanding some of those things are going to be super important to really get an idea of what somebody's been through over the last 30 years. Because we do see a lot of people that come in from a transitional period of time, that being somewhere around five, 10 years prior to retirement or just starting in retirement. And, you know, a lot of our clients we have not worked with since they were 25 years old. So I want to kind of spend some time on that lost time to really understand you know, what's your principles and philosophy like? You know, what are some of the monsters or things that are keeping you up at night? And, you know, why are you here today? Why now all of a sudden? What changed mm-hmm. to bring you here? And, you know, are you committed to fixing these things? Because maybe some of the issues that you've had are things that you've been living with. And if you're not really to, ready to make the changes needed to take control of your finances, then it doesn't matter how great of a financial plan we can put together. If people are, have a hard time making decisions, then it doesn't, they're not going to, if they're going to procrastinate, they're not going to actually make those changes needed. So really want to spend some time on more, I guess, philosophical type of stuff too, to understand them as well, just as equally as important as the quantitative stuff. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, when you think of goal setting, I think there's probably a lot of people that they come in on the opposite side of that, that they think they have it all figured out, have goals that have just been set stupid high and they're, they, they have a lot of high expectations for retirement and you kind of maybe have to bring them back down to earth a little bit. Is there anything that you can think of or anything that comes to mind in terms of unrealistic goals that you remember somebody coming in, maybe saying, Hey, I want $5 million in my retirement account or, Hey, I want to be earning X amount of money in retirement income when I finally go ahead and hang it up. Is there anything you can think of? Yeah, there's certainly a couple ones that come to mind. I, I think though that a lot of people are also just unsure. And a lot of times people, I don't think are totally unrealistic. I think some of the ones that stick out from unrealistic is maybe, you know, are looking for some magic uh, investment that they heard on the radio or something like that, that is the be all end all to investments, or that they're trying to take some crazy type of risk to make up for lost time or, basically want uh, an investment that gives them double digit rate of returns, but they don't want any risk. And those are just some unrealistic uh, situations. People have sometimes expectations that just aren't uh, realistic. And maybe after discussing that some of those things don't exist, they can come back down to reality. Or maybe it's one of those situations where we're not going to really work together either. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the other part of it too. So you got all got to be on the same page. Well, when you're building retirement goals and setting them, how what kind of advice or what would you tell somebody that maybe is kind of curious about what it takes to actually set a financial goal that's realistic, one that's achievable, one that you can measure? What's some uh, maybe guidance you would give that person? Well, you know, we have different processes that we go through to make sure that they're financial goals are realistic. And we basically run different cash flow analysis to kind of see 
can they actually reach their goals in all different types of markets, that being good markets, bad markets, and so-so markets. And we want to make sure that their plan is going to work, not just in the best case scenarios, you know, where the sun and the moon and everything kind of aligns out there, but more in times where it's not so good. Because in a lot of cases, we're trying to make projections for the next 30 years. And that's a long time of from a projection standpoint. And there's a lot that can happen that we have no idea what's going to you know, be like in 20 years. So we want to certainly make sure that some of those less than ideal scenarios work for them where the markets are not as good. We're also going to kind of crash maybe their plan in some bad markets to kind of really stress test it uh, just to kind of see where that risk is. Or maybe if losing a spouse is another situation where we kind of kill them off today, which kind of sounds terrible when I say it. But in a lot of instances, maybe you lose a pension or maybe you lose a social security, maybe you lose a pension and a social security. And that can really change somebody's financial situation where their, you know, their budget's not necessarily going to get cut in half by 50% either. They're also going to go married filing jointly to single. So their tax rate might, you know, dramatically increase. We'll look at it if both of them or one of them had long-term care event that's, you know, somewhere around two hundred dollars or $300,000 type of event, not the most highest, but certainly not the most lowest type of situation, just to see moderately, you know, how that would affect their plan if there's no, you know, protection planning they're done now or higher inflation, you know, with regards to medical costs. So those are just some of the ways that we can kind of stress test it with things that are not in that perfect plan where we all, you know, live and die peacefully at age 95. Yeah, we all want that to be the case, but we have <laughs> right. to plan for the alternative uh, for sure. So just some ways to set some financial and retirement goals. I mean, it's important to have goals in life, you know, in every aspect of your life, but especially when it comes to building a retirement plan. And Anthony Alpha and the team at Cardinal Wealth Group are happy to sit down and help you build those goals as well. He is a certified financial planner and can help put this uh, plan in place for you so that you have goals that are achievable and realistic. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is stuff that you can actually accomplish accomplish so that you continue to work towards them down the road. So Anthony, appreciate the time today. Enjoy talking to you about setting goals. I've got a couple in mind that I need to to probably work on, but uh, hopefully I'll do a little better job of that after this conversation. We can all use the help. Well, yeah, that is the truth. That what, the, keeping it honest, man. I appreciate that. You know that we all can use the help, indeed. So, if you need help, CardinalWG.com is the place to find Anthony, and you can also call their office. It's six zero nine six zero five two eight zero eight. All the archived episodes are right there on the website as well for this podcast. And hit subscribe when you get a chance as well. So for Anthony, I'm Ben. Thanks for listening to All Things Retirement. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.